Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by Engage for Good and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com and selfishgiving.com. Now, on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio. On the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Do you believe it's just going to be a couple weeks now before we see each other? I know. You know what we're going to have to do? What? We're going to have to take selfies and post them on Instagram. That's right. Absolutely. Because that's the topic today. I'll tell you, when I get to Engage for Good Conference in a couple weeks, I am going to be all over Instagram. And the person I'm going to have to thank for that is our guest today, Jeremy McGilvery, who is an entrepreneur, an author, and a trainer who, Megan, has amassed a massive, okay, how often do we say this on the show, a massive audience on Instagram. And he's here to share his advice on Instagram for the cause community. Hey, Jeremy, what's happening? Hey, guys, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, thanks for being here. And I mean, you know, it is really impressive. I mean, I was just on one of your Instagram pages and I saw that you, like, 122,000 people follow you. Wow. And I mean, it's, you know, you have a big following out there, Jeremy. And, you know, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, because people talk about their following all their time on social media, Jeremy. And they're like, yeah, I'm kind of an Instagram ninja. And then you go to their site and they have like three followers or something like that. And it's like, well, what <laughs> exactly, what, yeah, what exactly is your definition of a ninja? Right. I always kind of won that. <laughs> no, but honestly, I mean, you're the real deal, Jeremy. That's one of my pet peeves out there in the business world. Yeah. Is we call them fake experts. Yeah. I tell people you should <laughs> always be your own best customer. That's right. If you can't do something for yourself, please don't say you can do it for someone else. Yeah, no, very true. So tell us, you know, one of the things I'm interested in first, Jeremy, is take us back a little bit and tell us like, why Instagram? Why was that the platform that you got involved in? And you know, one of the things I'd be curious too, Jeremy, were you really engaged on a different platform before you were engaged on Instagram? And what made you switch? You know, I was engaged on pretty much all the major social networks from LinkedIn, from Twitter to Facebook. And then I stumbled upon Instagram. And all I really did there was just post, you know, images with some motivational quotes, try to inspire people, try to add value to people's lives. But Facebook was really my main stomping ground where I was trying to cultivate a, a culture of followers and a community of people. But when I stumbled on Instagram and figured out how you connect with Instagram influencers, everything in my life changed. Talk a little bit more about influencers, because I think probably everyone listening knows what an influencer is. But in terms of Instagram, talk to us about influencers. So an influencer for Instagram could be anyone that has maybe tens of thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers, or even millions of followers. And what makes these people or these brands or these pages so powerful, so unique, so amazing is the relationship they have with their community. You know, it was October of 2015, and I reached out to an Instagram influencer. It was Jason Stone, who runs Millionaire Mentor. Today, he has 2.4 million followers, and he's verified by Instagram. But I kind of had a hidden agenda for Jason back then. My goal was to buy a shout-out on his page for one of the, to drive traffic to one of my eBooks. But my real objective was to do an interview with him on how he amassed such a huge following. 
And so I tell people I wasn't being a chess piece. I was being a chess player. And so all I wanted was that interview. And he agreed that if I purchased a shout out from him, he would do an interview with me. And I was going to sell that interview to other people about how to grow your following and about how to build a huge email list. But when he did that shout out for my ebook and hundreds and hundreds of people within the first few minutes flocked directly to my landing page and they started buying my product and opting in, I was baffled. I was dumbfounded. I couldn't believe that many people went to my page so quickly and then also bought my product. So what is it about, and when we think about our audience too, Jason, you know, uh, companies that are focused on causes, agencies and nonprofits, obviously, you know, what is the competitive edge of Instagram? Like if you had to give them kind of a, you know, a, a roundup in terms of like, you know, what are all the great things about Instagram? What makes it better than other social media sites that they're on? Okay, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked. So what the game-changing business on Instagram is, you have to be able to advertise your products and services, your companies, your causes, your dreams, desires. You have to advertise this some way. And Instagram, when you connect with an influencer that already has trust, loyalty, and credibility build up with their following, and they personally recommend someone to your cause or someone to your business, it's word-of-mouth marketing. It's not an ad. It's not an advertisement. So it's it's them personally endorsing and recommending. So that's what gives you warm leads and warm traffic. And that endorsement is second to none with the community these guys have built. You know, it seems to me too, Jeremy, like Instagram has like this aspirational quality to it that a lot of other sites either don't have or they don't have a lot of, you know, in a lot of ways too, like you think of Twitter and maybe just kind of like the Twitter being kind of information-based and sometimes even kind of snarky. I think what's interesting, and your page is such a great reflection of this, Jeremy, is like it really is aspirational. So when I think about those influences that you're talking about, what makes it so powerful is they have this really strong, positive connection with their audience. That's exactly correct. And just some statistics about Instagram. Right now, if you post on Instagram, you'll get 58 times more engagement on your post on Instagram than you would on Facebook. So, what? I mean, if you really, if you quantify that and thank you for, you're right. A lot of people say, oh, that's great. I didn't say 10% more. I didn't say 20% more. I said 58 times more engagement. If you have a cause, if you have a business you're trying to promote, your number one priority should be getting attention to that cause because if people don't know about it, they can't promote it. They can't make a difference. And so 58 times more engagement Instagram has than Facebook. It's 120 times more engagement than Twitter. And then also another game-changing fact is nearly 100% of your audience on Instagram sees your post. On Facebook, it's about 6% because it, now, is, is the, that, the is, algorithm is so curated. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. just because of the life cycle and where Facebook is versus Instagram? Or is that because of the way that the platform's built? Okay. Now this is going to be what I just told you a fact. Now I'm going to talk to you about my theory and my opinion and my belief. I believe that Facebook right now is in their monetization phase. They're trying to make money off advertisers. And that's honestly the real reason why Facebook bought Instagram for a billion dollars, which Instagram is now worth $35 billion and has 700 million monthly users, but Facebook bought Instagram because they wanted to get more data, more information for their Facebook advertisers so we could target better our perfect audience. 
I believe eventually Facebook's going to curate Instagram's feed. But right now, you know, our, the humans love visual content. We're programmed in our DNA for pictures more than text. And when you're scrolling through what I call a vertical vision board, you're just more inapt to, to engage with this stuff. Vertical vision board. Oh, I love that. I like that. <laughs> Jeremy, can you, I, I would love to kind of get your, pick your brain a little bit about just some best practices for, let's say brands for using Instagram. And of course, Joe and I are kind of coming at this from a cause lens. Like we talk about and work with companies all the time who are trying to get their social good message out into the world. So what are best practices for companies that are trying to share that type of message with their community? The number one thing is connect with your audience. You can't just put a, a, a post up on your, your Facebook page or on your blog, on your website, or a post up on Instagram and expect for people to magically find you. So you'll need to connect with Instagram influencers that will promote your Instagram account and will promote your cause or promote your business. And here's what's magic about this. It doesn't cost that much money. There's accounts out there that we do shout outs on every single day that have 2 million plus followers and they do 30 minute shout outs for $30. And that $30 gets you hundreds and hundreds of followers. Yeah. Did you just say a 30 minute shout out for $30? So they'll post whatever image that you want their, this account to post, the Instagram influencer, with millions of followers, and they'll tell people, this is my new favorite account, or I love this cause, or this is a uh -huh. must-follow account. And they'll send their millions of followers. It won't be millions, but in that 30-minute time frame, you'll easily get three to 500 followers for 30 bucks. And now you own that audience wow. and you can continue to market your products and services to. Yeah. Well, you Joe, know, I know how you and I can get more followers. I know. We just I... need like $60. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll put in five and you can put in the other 55. How's that? <laughs> that doesn't seem very fair. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. If you listen Welcome to the to show, Jeremy, yeah, that's right. Yeah, life, life isn't fair on God's Talk Radio. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, that's what I think too is, you know, in some ways, Jeremy, Instagram is still kind of like, the Wild West, whereas Facebook is like this established business. And I realize Instagram has like this massive audience, but I think like pound per pound, when you compare it to other social networking sites, what you're saying really says, Joe, there is more value on Instagram than any other site. And whatever investment that you make on Instagram is compounded that much more because of the massive audience that they have. I am so thankful that you see it that way because that's the absolute truth of it. I've been at some of the biggest social media conferences out there. Traffic and conversion was recently in Arizona. ClickFunnels had a big conference in Dallas. And I'm talking to people about connecting with Instagram influencers, and they're looking at me like a deer in the headlights. They don't get it. But then when I drive traffic for them just one time, they're hooked. They're like, why didn't you tell me about this before? Right, right. What about um? What about hashtags on um on Instagram? Now, you know, one of the things I hear sometimes a lot of people say hashtags are really important on Instagram. One of the things that I've noticed in my limited interaction on Instagram is that some posts have more hashtags than they have anything else. You know what I mean? Like, I, hate have a, that. I know it has like a bazillion hashtags. So, I mean, what do you think about hashtag? What's what's the role that they play on Instagram? I, I have a new book coming out called Instagram Secrets, and I've dedicated an entire chapter to the hashtag myth. And I'm not trying to banish hashtags by any means, but you made a really good point there. 
when people put hashtags all over in their posts, it confuses, confuses the message. I tell people it's called the caption on Instagram. And so you, you have your image that you're going to post. Then you have your text that you can put in there. That text is very valuable real estate. And you want to use that real estate to add value to the post and expand on the message. You do not want to use that area for your hashtags. So if you do use hashtags, they need to go in the first comment of the post that you make. And I tell people, keep hashtags to a minimum. Don't go crazy with hashtags because what you're trying to attract is your perfect prospect, your perfect audience, and a community that you can connect with. A lot of times when you put all these hashtags out there, it attracts a lot of bots that are everywhere on Instagram, and it also attracts the wrong people that you want to connect with. I think that speaks to, too, like, you know, what's really important on any social network, but it sounds especially on Instagram, is you want an audience that can actually do something for you, right? That you actually have a relationship with, and it's not just something, some type of random audience that you've attracted, right, Jeremy? That's exactly right. The whole point of the strategies that I teach is we want to have a monetization factor behind it. We want to turn our followers into email leads and our email leads into revenue. And we don't just want random people on our list that's going to – the random ones are the ones who take more of our time than we probably should be giving them. And so it's, it gives you a great opportunity to be really targeted about who you're attracting to your account and how you're nurturing that community. You know, I think that's a really valuable lesson for nonprofits and probably not something – nonprofits or even companies in this acting in the social good space tend to do. And that's having a really clear call to action where they're capturing the email of their constituents. Cause that's sometimes the complaint from nonprofits like, well, you know, they might donate, but we never, we have no idea who these people are. Um, not that they're complaining about people donating, but it's so much more valuable to get that email address. So I think it's interesting that you said that. And I know there's a whole segment of online businesses that that's all they do. It's like driving traffic to a landing page. You get a free product. Joe and I both do this too. Mm. You get a free product in exchange for an email address, but I don't see that happening very often in the cause space. And it's, in, it's interesting that Instagram is also a place that you can use that, that technique. Joe, do you see that ever? Yeah, well, definitely on something like that. And, you know, that's what I, I, I think about with, with Instagram though, is like, it is something. And I think that's why nonprofits kind of have that trouble getting their, their arms around it too, because it doesn't operate right. like some of the other traditional things. Well, their minds will be blown the moment they try to see how <laughs> Many people flood to their landing pages. You know, again, I alluded to Jason Stone, Millionaire Mentor. We eventually partnered up and we put together an academy called Insta Pro Academy, where we have 71 training videos teaching people how to grow their following, how to build simple landing pages that are Instagram focused and Instagram driven. And what Jason has done in a two year time frame was actually 18 months. He gathered 350,000 email leads. Well, I That's wanna, never happened before. I want to ask a question. I want to ask a question. Oh, go you've ahead. Asked, All right. All right. Me. Now, well, see, we, put, we both want to be, I'm already going on Instagram trying to optimize my account here. <laughs> so, I mean, Jeremy's really inspired me. I know, me too. I already posted a photo, which I don't think I've ever probably done on purpose on Instagram. Um, Jeremy, let me put you on the spot a little bit. So we're just talking about call to action, landing pages, things like that. So if you're a brand and you're what you're trying to push is a cause or an awareness message, let's say just for the sake of ease, it's like a breast cancer awareness message. But you do either as the cause partner and or the brand, you do want to capture those email addresses of people who might be interested in the fact that you as a brand are promoting this cause, 
what would a landing page look like for something like that? Cause this is, it's kind of non-traditional. It's not like here are the five secrets of creating a great Instagram account. It's like, here are the reasons that you need to be screened for breast cancer. Like how, how would you do something like that? First, I love being put on the spot. That means that <laughs> excellent. You know, I get I, I get to I get to show if I know what I'm talking about or not. There you go. There you go. And I personally believe that's a big opportunity. So here's the way I would structure it, and I think I could really dominate this area. I would structure it with the three myths or the a, a checklist or something like that that you would mm-hmm. need to screen yourself. I would call mm-hmm. it something that's you know something that's weird or something that most people you know are unaware of or it affects more people than you would know. And mm-hmm. so now we're going to kill two birds with one stone. What we're going to do is we're going to collect email leads and we're going to grow our follower base at the exact same time. So we're going to reach out to an Instagram influencer that has a million followers and we're going to pay them probably $200 to do something like this. And what that Instagram influencer with, with, with a million followers is going to do for us is they're going to post an image that's going to have an emotional impact on their followers. And that Instagram influencer is going to have the caption on this post that's going to warn their followers that if they don't get this checklist, if they don't get this um, preventative measures area, then it could be hazard to their health. And mm. so when this, this Instagram influencer tells them they need to go do this right now, that, I'm not, that they're not joking around with this, they care about their followers, they care about their community, and they direct them to do that, and they post that in there on their page for three hours, and then they delete it. And then 15 minutes later, they post it on their page for three more hours, and then they delete it. And then 15 minutes later, they do it again. So three different times, you got to jump over into that vertical vision board, that news feed, and it probably mm-hmm. will cost you $200 to do, this, to do this. So out of a $200 investment, what happened was they're not driving you to the link in the Instagram influencer's bio to go get that PDF checklist. They're driving people to your Instagram page, your business, your cause, and they're telling people you need to go follow this page because they're going to continue to inform you on this extremely important, whatever it might be, if, if you're you know, worried about a family or future or, or whatever it might be. So you're going to do two things. You're going to grow your follower base because they're sending people to your Instagram page, and you're going to collect emails because they're going to be telling them to click the link in the bio so that they can get this PDF checklist. Now let's quantify the numbers real quick. So like I said, this is probably a $200 investment to get these people to do it three separate times in one day. But I would say you'll probably get anywhere from 800 to 1,100 email leads that way. And you're probably oh going to grow your follower base. I mean, it, it, it's astounding. It's astounding. And you're probably going to grow your follower base by five to 600 followers. So with something like that, are you as the brand or the cause providing that content? Or is that something the influencers like, oh, I'm going to post a selfie of myself, you know, in a bikini top and talk about how important it is to get screened for breast cancer. Like, how does how does okay. that work? You laugh, Great Joe, question. but I, it's a <laughs> Well, if you saw me in a bikini top, you would know why I laugh. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question. What you want to do for these Instagram influencers is make their life as simple as possible. They're doing you a favor by promoting your product or your service. And we have several pages that we run that we do shout outs on. And nothing is more frustrating than when they they want us to come up with your marketing message. And so what I tell people to do, and we have videos that teach you step-by-step how to get the most impact out of your shout outs. But what I tell people to do is, you know, get a great image that's going to resonate with people. And then you personally write the, the caption, you personally write the text, 
that has the Instagram influencer personally recommending your stuff and you submit it to them for approval. Is it okay if you say this or would this be all right? And if you have a cause that's legitimate and you're out there to help people, I really don't see any of these Instagram influencers saying no to something like this. And if it's a nonprofit that is really doing good in the world, there's a lot of great people in this world. I think sometimes we forget that. I would venture to say that many of these influencers would probably even give you additional sponsorship, yep. additional posts. Yeah, one of the advantages of being a cause, right? Sure. Yeah. Just all of life. And a lot of these Instagram influencers are very successful people. And they didn't get there by doing things the wrong way. They got there by putting out positive things in this world. And now positive things have came back to them. No, that's true. And one thing I wanted to mention to our listeners too, Jeremy, is I was just doing a little research online and I saw there are several great nonprofits that you can follow on Instagram to see some of these powerful photos that they're posting. And some of the ones that pop up immediately, Megan, and these names will recognize too, is folks like Charity Water, uh, Doctors Without Borders, Pencils mm-hmm. of Promise, who we've had on mm-hmm. Cause Talk Raised Radio, um, National Geographic. I know um, uh, for myself, Jeremy and Megan, that the Smithsonian um, actually does an incredible job on the Instagram pages. So those are a few places that people can check out to learn more about what a great nonprofit image looks like on Instagram. But speaking to your point, Jeremy, I think it would look the same way for a brand because you want to evoke that emotion. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to make it look as natural as possible and not salesy and not like an ad. Because remember, people don't like ads. People don't like to be sold. People like a personal recommendation. Do you feel, Jeremy, that this that Instagram is pretty well saturated with good causes? Or do you think there's room for brands and causes to kind of make their mark on Instagram still? I don't even think an inkling of good causes have stumbled upon Instagram yet. I love when you said earlier, Instagram's like the Wild West. Mm. People don't get it. They don't understand how powerful it is to you know, spread the message that you believe will change the world. And if people will get in there and do it the right way, if they'll follow a system, if they'll follow a formula, you know, if they'll follow the, the 21 chapters I lay out in my book, Instagram Secrets, you'll learn exactly how to set your Instagram page up. You'll learn exactly how to post the right content. You'll learn exactly how to make certain when you're buying shout outs from Instagram influencers that these are legitimate accounts. They're not just some account that bought a bunch of followers and they don't have people that will engage with you. Well, there goes there goes our strategy, Joe, to buy a bunch of followers. <laughs> I guess we won't be I guess Damn. we won't be authentic anymore. Damn. This has been absolutely fascinating and we have so much more to learn. So clearly yeah. we need to get your book. So where can people find you online, both on Instagram as well as your website and getting your book? Where can people find all that great stuff? I have two main Instagram pages. My first is just my name, Jeremy McGilvery, M-C-G-I-L-V like Victor, R-E-Y. And then I have my brand page, which is Elevate Your Mindset. And I would love for you to go get my book. It's being released May 27th, so you can get on the pre-launch list. And you can go to freeigbook.com. That's great. I'm going there now. I'm going there now, Jeremy. Seriously, me too. I'm going to get there before Megan gets there. You always have to be first. Always have to be first. Well, we'll put those in the show links to show notes as well. So you can get all those links online. Joe, I know you're not on Instagram yet, but where where else can people find you you online? You know what's really embarrassing is here I am on the line with an Instagram expert and I have to tell him that I'm on Pinterest. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) 
Jeremy, I, I swear though, I swear the only reason I'm on Pinterest though is because you can organize your images and curate them on boards. And that's really helpful for like collecting cause campaigns that are useful to people. So I just want to tell people. you justifying. <laughs> You're usually bragging about all your pins. I know, this but now I first. feel, but now after I've learned so much about Instagram, I feel embarrassed I now. You know, I Same. feel embarrassed, but but people can find me on Pinterest at pinterest.com front slash Joe Waters. Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Joe Waters. And of course, my website, selfishgiving.com. Make sure to sign up for my email newsletter and get my five-day mini course on cause marketing. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? Well, in less than a month, you can find me in Chicago yes. with you at yep. the Engage for Good conference. So if you haven't registered yet, go to engageforgood.com forward slash conference. Get yourself all signed up so you can meet Joe and I in person. And you can also find me on Twitter at Megan Strand. And I tweet for Engage for Good at Engage for Good. And at some point, well, I am on Instagram and I have no idea what my name is there. So I'm not even going to share that at this point. But <laughs> you could also find Cause Talk Radio on iTunes as well as wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure you subscribe to Cause Talk Radio so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Jeremy and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. 